0: Welcome to Shoot This Now, the podcast where every week we talk about stories that should be made into TV shows and movies. My name is Tim Malloy and I just told you a lie because this week we actually aren't going to talk that much about a story that should be made into a movie. Instead, I'm sorry, sorry if you're disappointed, instead we got uh, Jeff Bridges, which I think is a really good trade. I think that's a really good trade. So we're going we're gonna to give up our usual format, uh, we're going to give it a little bit of a break, and we're just going to talk to Jeff Bridges. If you're a fan of his, and of course you are, we all are. Uh, he's an Oscar winner, he's one of the all-time greats, one of the most likable, most fun, enjoyable people to watch on screen. You're totally in luck because he has two movies opening this week. There's a big fun feature that's called Bad Times at the El Royale, I know we've all been looking forward to for a long time. And there's an excellent new environmental documentary called Living in the Future's Past, directed by Susan Cusera, that takes a completely different approach to the way we usually see these types of environmental documentaries, talking about the things that are innate within us that affect the decisions that we make and why those decisions might have unintended consequences. Uh, We talk a lot about that and also some of his other movies, from The Big Lebowski to Starman to one of my personal favorites, Crazy Heart. I make a couple of mistakes along the way, and I'm just going to leave them in because the way that he responds to them is so relaxed and friendly and just pure the dude. And I do actually, okay, full disclosure, pitch him one quick, quick idea for a story that I think should be a movie. And um, here we go. I want to thank Dan Cohn for setting this up. Dan, you're awesome. And also, if you, listener, like this at all, please subscribe and give us five stars on iTunes. And with that, here's Jeff Bridges. So I want to start off by thanking you in a weird roundabout way. I quit drinking about six years ago, mm-hmm. and one of the things that sort of encouraged me along when I quit drinking is a line in one of your songs from Crazy Heart. Oh yeah. About funny how falling feels like flying. Oh And yeah. you always kind of have to remember that. So I think you. That's true. You've gotten a lot of people to drink White Russians, probably, <laughs> but you've also gotten somebody to quit yeah, along the way. So. That's nice to know. <laughs> <And> I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so on this podcast we do. We like to pitch a movie idea on everybody who comes on, Mm -hmm. and we send an idea your way, which I'm just gonna throw at you, and you can tell me why it works or doesn't work. Okay. I think you would be a really good Ulysses S. Grant. Oh. When he's the president fighting the Ku Klux Klan. Frederick Douglass said that no one except for Abraham Lincoln had done more for the cause than Ulysses S. Grant.
1: Isn't that interesting? Now, you've you got me uh, you know, horny to look up uh, Ulysses S. Grant, learn a little bit more about him. I don't know too much about him. I read a wonderful book recently called Lincoln and the Bardo. Have you read that? No. It's a really wonderful book. I don't know why that popped into my mind. Well, Lincoln, I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there is a Spielberg and DiCaprio movie about Grant coming up, but I think you'd be a to be honest, a better grant. I mean, especially a later grant with the beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've officially pitched you, and we've gotten that part of the podcast yeah. out of the way. And okay, now I can good ask you this stuff. You're a nice pitch. I really. <laughs> I can ask you the stuff I really want to ask you. Um, the film that you have out now, that you're presenting, the environmental film. Can you tell us a little bit about it and how it works?
1: Yeah, it's called Living in the Future's Past, and that's a metaphor for tuning into what's already here. We are, in fact, living in the future's past. Yeah. And it's uh, you know taking a good look uh, under the hood of humanity, see what makes us t- t- tick, you know why we are responding to uh, the challenge of uh, climate change in the way we are, yeah. and uh, sh- shine some light on uh, how we might move in a wiser fashion into the future.
0: Yeah, it feels like we're kind of reacting in a fear-based way. Is that is that something that's built into us? Um,
1: yeah, I think it serves. Uh, you know, there's a um, it serves a certain function, you know, to get your attention. Certainly, yeah. But then, what do you do with that fear, you yeah. know? And my, uh, you know, my um, opinion about what to do with it is let it inspire you to, yeah. you know, try to get the world uh, in in the vision that you you imagine and yeah. align yourself with people that like uh, like
0: vision. Yeah, it's funny because we we're all afraid of it and worried about it, but it doesn't seem like we're. Doing that much about it. I mean, if you look out the yeah, window, we're yeah. all driving cars.
1: Yeah. Well, we're not used to doing something that has uh, reactions so far in the future. That's um, you know, kind of new for mankind. But uh, we certainly are a flexible species. You know, we don't always make wise decisions, but we're capable of wisdom. Yeah. You know, and uh, we're a uh, we're an expression of nature. You know, we're we're part of nature. We're not something separate. So. Uh, Letting nature have our way with us and 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 noticing what that looks like you know yeah uh, one of the th- fascinating things about our film to me and one of the thing I just personally enjoyed was uh, it taught me so many uh, so many things that I didn't uh, really know about. One was emergent behavior, you know, this idea. is um, you know, you can see it in schools of fish or flocks of birds, you know, yeah. you look at that and you say, why are they making that particular shape? There's no leader, right? but that's a, a, an actual entity unto itself, almost a super organism. What's, what's causing that? How does that work? And yeah. that's nature in action. And it turns out that this emergent behavior is evident in all, on all things, everything is is emerging into reality, and uh, our species, our uh, super organism, is getting quite huge. Mm. And uh, I think uh, to be, beho- it would behoove us to take a look at uh, the direction of our growth and how we how we want to grow.
0: Are we part of a unit the way that birds are? I mean, I think we look at insects or birds and think, oh, that's something, you know, very uh, some basic reptilian part of their. Less less advanced part of their brain that makes them take those shapes and do those things, but mm-hmm. are we doing uh, that? On yeah, our own?
1: we know we're we're doing that uh, as well. You know, an, an example of it again in the insect world would be a an ant. Yeah. Now, if you just had an ant and that's all that existed, you would you couldn't. Uh, learn anything about an ant hill, for instance. An ant isn't an ant hill, but you get a bunch of ants together and they're going to hill up. <laughs> anthill, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's goes for us as well. You know, we're uh, we're certainly individuals and that really doesn't tell us too much about this shape that we're taking. Yeah
0: you know?
1: uh, But I think bringing it into our consciousness and again not you know the fear thing that can that uh, <sighs> I mean, I you know, personally have a battle with my own fear. A lot of the times it manifests in just throwing up my hands, you know, just being cynical about the what can an individual do? You know, it's, it's oh, yeah. too, you know, too, uh, too crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, an individual can make a huge difference to this superorganism. Uh, my, one of my heroes is a guy named Bucky Fuller. Are you familiar with Buckminster Fuller?
0: No, Bucky
1: Fuller. He's a, he's a uh, inventor, scientist, philosopher. His most famous invention is the geodesic dome, which you see you know, all over the place. You know. wow. But he's a you know, top-notch inventor. And he made a great observation once about um, these huge ocean-going tankers. And uh, he noticed that the engineers were very challenged by the huge rudder that it would take to move this big ship and how much energy it was needed to move this big rudder. And it was too much. It didn't make sense. Yeah, They came up with an elegant, simple solution they said let's put a little rudder on the big <laughs> <rudder."> <laughs> right and that little rudder is called a trim tab and bucky fuller says that this is a great m- metaphor for how the individual affects society oh, that we are all connected you know to other groups of people who are uh, have are like-minded want to go in that direction and uh, as a matter of fact on bucky's gravestone yeah He's carved in there. Call me trim tab. Oh my God! And uh, that's been always an inspiration to me. I like to consider myself as a trim tab. Like you as yeah. a trim tab. All of us. You know, we all, we all make a huge difference.
0: Yeah. What do you do? Is th- is this movie part of being a trim tab? I think so.
1: Yeah. yeah that's a good. That's a good uh, way to look at it. Uh, hopefully, it will s- inspire people to engage. You yeah. Know, take some action. Yeah. And. Uh, I think what's needed, too, is uh, the kind of in- engagement. It's funny, you know, you can give, uh, you know, a couple of, you know, ten bucks to an organization and say, okay, I've done my part, you know, no. and you've scratched the guilt itch and now you're off <laughs> the hook. You know, that can also be kind of part of the problem. Uh, I think, uh, you know, making those contributions, they are helpful. I don't want to, you know, throw a wet blanket on that. Mm-hmm. And voting is, you know, very helpful as well. But what I think is gonna it's gonna take is for people, once they f- you know find out the facts of the situation and come up with their own opinion about what's happening, then they kind of have a choice about you know are they just gonna go back to sleep about it or yeah. are they gonna take some kind of action, if they, you know if it's shown how uh, how critical that action is and thinking about something that they can do that uh, falls in with their natural life you know that they can yeah. sustain until the challenges met you know i make movies and do these kinds of things so this yeah. is kind of what i'm doing yeah uh you know when i go to a, uh work on a movie i always ask uh the producers i you know say can we make this um, a a production where we're not using those little plastic water bottles you know nice. that you know that's a you know uh, something and, and uh, it's nice to know in this last movie i just made uh bad times at the el royale i asked the producer and she says we beat you to the punch. We're already on it, you know. So this kind of no thinking kidding. is already, you know, going on, and um, we can all, uh, like I said, link up with other like-minded people. Yeah.
0: When you make choices as a as a creator, do you kind of try to balance out projects like this with projects like like Bad Time at the El Royale? I mean, obviously, that's going to be, from all indications, that's a really good movie. I mean, I'm hearing really good things mm-hmm. about it, but it's also kind of a big crowd pleaser. And this, I'd like for this one to be a big crowd raiser. Me too. But it might be more of a more of an intellectual movie that you know, sort of influencers see to use that.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see how it turns out. Our uh, intention and our dreams about it is that this will be the first of several films about this subject, and we're developing a curriculum that goes along with the movie that is to be taught in schools. You know, because what what I'm so uh, excited about uh, hearing from are these are our kids. And get some completely fresh ideas.
0: Yeah, is there a movie you saw as a kid that really had a big influence on you in terms of making you who you are?
1: Well, you know, as you asked that question, I think about you know, <laughs> the, you know first movie. I remember um, seeing Magnificent Seven. Oh yeah. You know. Dun, yeah. Dun dun dun. dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> To take it way back, was being on Sequest did that give you more Sea Quest,
1: you I mean Sea Hunt, yeah. my dad's good. that's all right. You would do take you and do a pickup or do you take, think that's take, charming, take man? Take that's five. charming. This is all charming. Sequest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No Seaquest, yeah. man. No, Sea I mean, Hunt. It was Sea Hunt, too. Oh, oh my, too, my but god, that's all right. I'm so sorry. No, but
0: that's so good. That's all I'm right. I'm fired after this. Yeah, yeah. Um was being involved in that, did that give you more interest in the environment, more interest in other Yeah, life?
1: well, my father, Lloyd Bridges, was a big champion of the sea. You know, he was really concerned about the health of the ocean, and um, also of the planet in general. You know, I remember how excited he was one day. He brought home a book, and it was like a, a photographic essay, uh, almost, a, oh, but it was a full book called The Family of Man. Yeah. And it was a, do you remember that, you ever see that book? Yeah, yeah it's a wonderful book. And, he said, you know, this is this really expresses my feelings that we are a family of men. We have to take care of each other just like we're all in, the, in a family. So he had a, a real holistic way of looking at things.
0: Yeah. And then reading up on it yesterday, I didn't realize you were in the Coast Guard Reserve. Mm-hmm. How did that happen?
1: Uh, I, w- I didn't want to go to Vietnam, you know. <laughs> this was an option, and I took it, you know.
0: In seven years.
1: That's what the, res- yeah, the program, seven years.
0: Did you see some crazy
1: things? I did. It was interesting. It was like uh you know, we, you know, sometimes I'd be making movies and we'd have to take my um uh, active duty time and squish it all into I'd do like a you know, a month, two months at a time, you know, doing the you know, be on buoy tenders and that kind of thing.
0: So what what era was this? This was like
1: early seventies? Sixties, yeah. Uh, yeah, so seven sixties nine, maybe seventy, somewhere in there. Good Lord. Yeah.
0: That's incredible. Oh, maybe
1: 68. Yeah, maybe it was
0: earlier than that, yeah. Switching off these classic movies with having to go over, it's like Elvis kind of. Yeah, that's you right. Know? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> wow. Um, are there things that you'd recommend that we do personally to help the environment? I mean, are there just little yeah. changes that anybody listening to this yeah, can Yeah,
1: well, I, as I was saying, um, to uh, look at into your uh into your you know uh, educate yourself about this situation first of all and then uh it's funny you know um it's in the universe now this idea about changing our energy systems you know and and if you just remain open somebody like me i'm going to come along and i'm going to be talking to you i say hey what about this tim when you want to do that with me or yeah. something like that it's going to it's going to show up yeah, and you can align yourself with organizations like the uh, one that I'm, um, you know, very supportive of and champion all the time is the Amazon Conservation Team. Yeah, uh, that um, they they work with uh, 50 uh, indigenous tribes in South America, making sure that the uh, our rainforests are protected. They protect yeah. 80 million acres of rainforest, and the destruction of rainforest. That's the the, the second greatest cause of greenhouse gases, you know, uh, second to uh, you know fossil fuels and that sort of thing. But it's important to maintain those those rainforests. Yeah. So if that's an interesting thing for somebody. They can line themselves with that or plastic uh, plastic um, pollution uh, coalition. Yeah. Uh, that you know, trying to get rid of single plastics. That also adds to our uh, you know, harming our environment.
0: What's your take
1: on the California straw ban? Yeah, now see, <laughs> that turned me on to <laughs> pasta straws. Have you ever heard of no, pasta straws? Wait it, a works, minute. it works brilliantly. It's such a good. Is much better than paper, much better than uh, anything that I would say. I'm, I'm a, you know, I really tout those things. They're really kind of nice. It's what it
0: sounds like. It's a straw made it's out of a, pasta? It's
1: a straw made out of pasta, totally uh, you know, biodegradable.
0: You can eat it afterwards. E- eat it afterwards, yeah. When I was a kid, we used to use licorice straws, and I didn't know. We were way ahead. Oh. We were way ahead of the curve. No, Tim? <laughs> they were tasty.
1: Tim? You see what you just came up <laughs> with now? You could run with that. <laughs> no kidding, Tim. Oh. Tim's licorice straws. <laughs> flavor the drink through the straws like a flavor straw, man. You ever remember flavor straws? That's oh, before I your time. It. You remember flavor straws? Oh, yeah. So this is a whole new thing, licorice straw,
0: much, you know, healthy, you know, I uh, I like it, you're on to something. I, I stole it from a kid named Ethan in like second grade and he's gonna come after me for, yeah. so. Well, you you guys are gonna You guys are you gonna get in cahoots <laughs> with Ethan <laughs> and you guys are gonna, you know, make a bunch of money and save the planet. <laughs> uh, do you get uh, What's your reaction whenever, whenever anyone involved in Hollywood does something environmental, there's this automatic discounting of it, like, oh, those Hollywood yeah. liberals you know trying to help the earth what a bunch of BS why what why (laughs) why you have no stake in it you're not getting like a share of every tree that is saved I mean you're not making money on this you're doing this out of your
1: well I think part of it is like yeah well what do you know you know about acting you know what do you know and that's a certain there's some uh truth to that you know that's one of the reasons I hook up with all these experts and yeah, you know, uh, scientists and uh, philosophers in this film, uh, you know, living in the future's past.
0: And your amazing director. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> and, and, and your amazing director, who talked to me a little bit before this started about the the things that are imprinted on our brains and how they affect our decisions now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, it really is like sort of lending your fame to the project, and as well as your knowledge.
1: Yeah, you mentioned people. director. I'm not. Uh, the director of the film. Oh no, I
0: was referring to your amazing director, Susan Oh yeah,
1: Susan Cusera is uh, our director, writer, and beautiful cinematographer, the wonderful images.
0: Yeah. Um, So, I was hoping I could ask a couple of total fan-out questions. Please. To make sure people listen to all the rest of this. Cool. This is the sugar that makes the medicine go down, I guess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You were talking a while ago about picking up Starman again. Because at the yeah. end of that movie, <laughs> yeah. I see your reaction. Your baby. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you know, it's all set
1: up, you know, uh, very much like uh, Lebowski, like the little dude, you yeah. know, the dude in the oven. There's one, you know, uh, she's got a, you know, in the Starman. Um, yeah. You know, Karen Allen, she's got a bun in the oven as well, man. Yeah, so there's... An- I give her that little ball, and it's all set up,
0: yeah. So it's ready to go, and we're going to talk to John Carpenter tomorrow. Oh. So is there well, anything you want us to relay to John Carpenter?
1: Yeah, i <laughs> uh, just say that uh, Karen Allen and I have been jamming on different ideas, and, uh, you know... The, uh, <laughs> I was a little disappointed to hear that they're making it. Uh, they're making a sequel to it already. I think it's underway. Oh yeah. Or a sequel. Uh, yeah. I sort don't, of I don't a know, know. Or a re- they're redoing it or something. I don't know. But they, you know, I, I don't think we've been contacted. I don't know if John has, but I'd be
0: curious. You would? Would you get involved in it?
1: I would certainly, you know, uh, look to. I mean, it would be fun to, you know, get the whole gang back and, you know, work on something like that.
0: Yeah. It's crazy that they haven't reached out to you. If they haven't, yeah, maybe no, got no, lost no. some
1: Well, they like the, it was. A, it's a wonderful story, and I think they uh, they want to you know do a, a fresh a fresh version of that particular story. But it's all set up for a sequel, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah.
0: you gotta have a role in that. <laughs> Good lord. And then the last thing. This might be too weird, but in 2002, I interviewed John Turturro, and he kind of pulled me aside at the end of the interview, and he said, "Look, um, thanks for asking about the Jesus in Lebowski." Um, We've actually talked a little bit about it, and we might do a Jesus movie.
1: Oh, I thought that it's I thought it's done, isn't it? Can somebody Google that? Let's see. We got uh, Gene. Is it done? Is Truturo's um, pederast movie done? I don't think <laughs> it's done. No, I thought it came out or something. But he's been talking about it for a long time. I was excited to, about about uh, it, you know, being done.
0: But you're you're game to get involved in that? I don't think I'm, I don't think it's a part for me in it. I think it's mm. all shot already. Hmm, all right, we'll take this out that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe they would have made it and I haven't seen it, but. Yeah, I it's
1: based on a French film.
0: I, uh,
1: <laughs> it is, no, really? it's, yeah, it's a, based on a French film.
0: Well, if I'm wrong, I mean, I'm already fired for messing up Sea Hunt, so. Uh, you
1: know. uh, what yeah. What can you do?
0: It? No, it's not Sea Hunt, it's Sea Quest, man. No, I'm not
1: going places. <laughs> <much. I>, no, <laughs> 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 okay, no. It's called Going. going huh? Go, uh, that's it? Is it out yet? Like, wow, coming gone, coming gone, huh? Look, go. Check it out in Rotten Tomatoes, see how it did. Wow, I gotta pay more attention. I know, me too, yeah, man. I, I There's really, so much content. Have you noticed that? Yeah. It's just overwhelming,
0: man. I really did Google Jesus movie and somehow it passed me. <laughs> yeah. Wow, blew it. Yeah. 78%. Huh? 78% right. Wow, that's pretty good. 90%. All right, I gotta
1: check that out. Huh. Where can we watch it, man? Is it on, uh, it's on Amazon. Amazon? Amazon and Voodoo. Oh, oh cool let's watch that all right it's what's it called again going places going places it's Turo's pederast
0: movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a movie the yeah Turturro's <laughs> <laughs> isn't it isn't he playing isn't it an extension of his character <laughs> wow
0: but you're down for another lebowski with a little lebowski
1: i'm down uh, with working with the coen brothers you know they are mm. so you know wonderful really masters i love love working with them yeah. And John Turturro is great to work with, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say before we're out of here?
1: What do you think, Sue? So is there anything you
0: you might want to say? Oh, when
1: the movie comes out. Oh, yeah, and what else? Anything else? Uh, no, I think you covered it. Okay. Well. Yeah, well, I just want to say uh, our movie comes out uh, October 5th. It's just right around the corner, and I want to encourage everybody to check her out. Yeah. This must be the price It's oh. funny how